Welcome to Legacy Women's Podcast, where we seek to encourage women in their relationship with God and one another through monthly conversations with the women of Cornerstone Church of Knoxville. I did just want to talk a bit about what we've studied the last two weeks and make sure that we're all clear on the goal with emphasizing things like scripture memory, meditation, and the Sunday gathering. Um, Earlier, I was chatting with Jake Simmons. He's the pastor who oversees the women and men's ministries, and he just had a burden that we understand that practices like these are not about having all our spiritual ducks in a row, um, but they're about knowing God and experiencing Him and enjoying our relationship with Him. And this quote by Matt Smethurst captures our goal with these kind of studies well. Spiritual disciplines are not about making you more precious to God. They're about making God more precious to you. So we like to study these kinds of things and check in on various habits of grace, as they're called in the book that we've and taking our chapters from. We like to study these not so we earn God's grace, but so that we experience it through the means he's given us. And he's given us so many means to do that. Um, In these practices, we're seeking to do what Christ said in John 15. Already you are clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you and abide in my love. So spiritual disciplines like scripture memory and meditation, um, participating in church on Sunday are a way that we get to abide in Christ's love and experience him afresh. So we're, we're not trying to lay burdens on people, but we're just trying to um, serve you in, in taking hold of these means of grace. So just wanted to, to clarify that. Um, and now I have three ladies. Go ahead and come on up, ladies. And they are going to come up and share how they seek to get the most out of Sunday mornings and how they've experienced God's grace. So yes, please welcome them. All right, so first is easy. Just introduce yourself, tell us who you are, a little about your family, how long you've been at CCK. We're sharing. I'm Sherry Kittrell. I think I've been here 33 years. Um, I have four kids, four grown kids, and eight grandchildren, and one on the way, due in August, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, That's about it. Um, my, sorry, yeah. My name is Lauren Simmons. I've been at Cornerstone for 18 years. Um, I have four kids, a 10-year-old, an 8-year-old, 7-year-old, and a 5-year-old, and I'm married to Jake Simmons. So I'm Allison Roberts. I've been married to my husband, Jason, for three years. Um, we have a big blended family. I have nine kids. I'm not going to tell you how old they are. There's too many of them. I'll mess it up. Um, we came to Cornerstone in 95. So I've been here 28 years, I think. So that's good. All right. Okay. So first question is, how do you seek to get the most out of the meeting? Are there things you do to prepare your heart, practical, practical steps that you take, or ways you try to reflect or apply? Um, give me the question one more time. <laughs> How do you see? Okay. Um, the, I think things that I've done to help me get the most out of the meeting is to um, get there on time 
and then to take notes. So I'm just kind of a note taker. But then what I really benefit from then is going over the meeting, going over the message online later with my notes, and that helps me be able to study it and understand it a lot better. If I just hear it on Sunday mornings, whoo, it's going to go out, you know. But um, being able to go over it has really helped me a lot. So that's probably, and I really don't do a lot to prepare the night before. I, I do get up on Sunday mornings and have my regular devotions, and I think that helps me to. Uh, position my heart and just be prepared to, you know, serve my family and others that way. Yeah. Um, when I was thinking about this question, I was thinking about what's important to us. We prioritize, so we think about it, we get excited about it. Um, vacations, whatever's in your life that's really important, you like really talk about it and want to make it important. And I feel like Sunday mornings is that for me. Um, so with my kids, Saturday, we're thinking about tomorrow. We get to be with our church family. We get to go and encounter God. Um, so just having that mindset on Saturday, preparing our hearts, praying for who's preaching. Um, sometimes it's while I'm getting everything ready Saturday night or Saturday, Sunday morning while I'm getting ready. I'm just, Lord, bless this man as he's worked hard all week. Um, preparing this message. Let our hearts be softened to hear your word. Just coming eager to lean in. And when Jake and I were in um, Louisville, Kentucky for seminary, there was this godly couple that mentored us, and they said, we need to come Sunday morning with this mindset of leaning in. Like, we want to lean in to what the Lord has for us. And that's always stayed with me. So when I think about Sunday, I think, Lord, I want to lean in to your spirit. Who do you want me to see? Who do you want me to talk to? What do you want to share with me this morning? So just that mindset of leaning into the Lord is something that the Lord's really used in my life as I've thought about Sunday mornings. That's very good. Um, I thought about more regular practical way because I was thinking to prepare. I don't, I mean, it's just what we do. Like it's just a routine. It's important to us. It's not a decision. So I get overwhelmed if I have too many things to decide. What am I going to do? Where we're going to go? What's happening? So just knowing that we're going to church on Sunday. That's just the way it is. That's what made COVID really tricky when you had to do all the math of, um, is it, when was I exposed? Do I get to go to church on Sunday? So now it's nice to know we're just going to go. We go. So we're just, every week, that's what we do. And um, that's our plan. So it makes it easier to have a routine of we don't do crazy things Saturday night late. We, we go to bed early. And then um, on Sunday mornings, we try to leave early. We aim to leave early, but we don't always make it early. So that's our hope so that we're not late, but we can regularly aim to leave early and hope to be at least on time. That's good. Um, my next question has to do with interacting with others. So um, we have a large church. So do you find it challenging to be in a large crowd ever? And how, though, do you um, get in a good mindset with that and seek to bless and encourage others on Sunday morning? Um, I, I really don't think about it being a large group. I think of, you know, who am I going to see this morning that I can encourage and uh, what can I, like if I am in a conversation, how can I encourage them that how I see God at work in your life? I, 
I just, I think, I guess I think of people individually, and so I'm not thinking of a large crowd. Unless at home, though, if there's something that there's somebody I really need to see, then it'll be, I'd be more intentional. But usually I'm just running, you know, who, who, is there something about somebody I need to see or just who I run into? How can I encourage them about what God's doing in their life? And then, um, but when my kids were younger, I, I pretty much just focused on my kids because I thought that was my priority, that was my job. Um, okay, so this question, I thought a lot about this, so I got a lot of notes on this, so bear with me. Um, I think what Sherry said with priorities, um, so coming on Sunday, I'm in a different season, so I have kids that can kind of come with me and I'm not like getting them out of the car seat and all that. So um, when they were a little bit little and, you know, I've nursed all night and I have kids all around me, it was hard thinking about, I was just like, I'm here, you know, that's how I thought. I'm at, I'm at church, Lord, let your word wash over me, you know. Um, so that's kind of how I thought. And then just prioritizing, like, I have to train these kids how to be at church and how to come and listen to me and not interrupt me. And I'm still working on that. So um, just thinking about the people that I blessed were the people at my feet, really, you know, the little ones around me. Um, and I'm still in that stage. I'm kind of coming out of it um, where they go and play. Like this past Sunday, we were, we were here till 1230. I was like, wow, we made it till 1230, you know? Like, this is a big feat for us. Um, nobody's hungry or crying at my feet. Um, so anyways, just thinking about, like, I need to be intentional about teaching my kids how to be here. So um, it's that season with little ones and then also we try to come early before I don't know you know you probably experienced it after church it's just a lot of people and it can overwhelm me sometimes because I have four kids that I'm trying to keep manage of and so I'm like oh my gosh I've lost somebody again um so we come early and so we're eating donuts and the kids are on me and I can have a conversation and look to the interest of someone around me like who are you like if they're new asking them questions about themselves and um, just to get to know people or if it's somebody to know how was your week what's going on with you and Jim Elliott has this quote that says wherever you are be all there so like whoever's in front of you be all there in that conversation with them, looking to their interests, thinking about them, asking them what's going on, um, and not being disappointed you didn't get 30 minutes of deep devotion time, but I'm gonna be here in this moment with you, listening to you and asking you questions and following up with you if I see your face again. You know, just having that mindset, seeking to bless others. So. That's very good. Um, my answer might be a little controversial, but I like to sit in the same area. I know people move around a lot, or we're supposed to, or you meet people, or whatever, but I found that I just find a lot of friends that um, Amanda and Mitch, we just, for years, sat in the same area, and Amanda became really special to me. If she wasn't there, it was like, oh, where's Amanda today? Just people around me, if I sit in the same area, it seems like, you miss them if they're not there, and you notice them when they are. Mm -hmm. So um, that's one plug for not making everybody move around, but that <laughs> serves me to be in the same area. And then I, um, with the crowd, it, I, I can't have 20 conversations. It would totally wear me out. But if I have 
two or three good conversations, I feel good about that. So it helps me not to think I need to find a lot of people, but just whoever I end up with, just being able to have a conversation with that person and get to know them or follow up with them or so into them or ask them questions of my own. So um, that's, for me, that's how the crowd feels like a lot to manage. Mm -hmm. If I just narrow it down to two or three people. That's good. Um, this is a practical question. So how do you get yourself and or your children to church on time and or early? <laughs> you can start. Yeah, you can start. Well, everything I know I learned from being here. So that's the truth. I don't know if Elizabeth Hill is here, but a long, long time ago, um, Elizabeth Hill came into church. She had three little boys. I had one, and I had my one little kid, and she had three little boys. And I think they were all wearing different pieces of the same suit. <laughs> they, they had been in a wedding or something. So one, one of them had short pants on, and one of them had a vest, and one of them had a jacket, and they all had tennis shoes. They were so cute, but I remember thinking, oh, look at them. And I just laughed, like, what did they have on today? And she was like, I don't care. I just, <laughs> I don't really care what they wear. And it was good for me with my one kid to think, why do I care what they wear? Like, it doesn't matter what they wear. So I think um, Elizabeth Hill, Hillster here teaching us to keep it simple. But I learned that that's just as simple as it can be. That's Sunday morning, just to be keep it really simple and easy. And then I think now that my kids are bigger, just the habit, like they know, I don't have to tell them, hey, it's Saturday night, remember what Saturday night is. They know like, we're going to church tomorrow, we just do. So that's just what we do and they know that's not going to change. So they know to manage their time Saturday night, they know they're getting up in the morning and um, it just makes it easier. Yeah, I think it's just that rhythm of our life, you know, like that what's important to us, that rhythm. I was thinking about it, preparing clothes. And so, you know, Jake comes early. So I've always had to be here, like do it by myself, which I'm not, you know, that's it's I've never even thought about it. But it's just the rhythm of our life of like um, preparing the clothes the night before. Like, do I have have I washed their clothes? Like, do I have clothes on Saturday? Well, it's in the hamper. At least we got clothes in the hamper. You know, like laying them out, like finding their shoes. Usually, there have been times in the past where it's like I'm trying to get ready and somebody's like, I can't find my shoes. So I'm like, okay, we're gonna start trying to find everybody's shoes the night before. So I, at least I know where they are. Just finding the things they need and helping my people get to the house of God. That's like how I think about it. I want to do everything in my power for Sunday morning to help you get to the house of God joyfully, ready to encounter God, you know. Um, do I have food? You know, I, I know some people talk about making special Sunday morning, Sabbath morning breakfast. I'm a, I'm not that person, but if you are, that's wonderful, and I want to be like you. I'm like, do we have cereal? Like, can you get a banana? Can you cut up an apple? Like, you know, just do I have groceries? Did I go to the grocery store? Just having food, preparing things for them. Um, and it's been a habit now. Like, sometimes my oldest son will now come and wake me up and be like, Mom, you need to get up. We're going to be late. And I think it's just this habit that he, just the rhythm of our life that they know we get up on Sunday mornings and we go to the house of God. We go to be with God's people and worship the Lord. It's this priority in our life. It's an exciting thing for us. So those are just some of the things we do. 
Um, <clears throat> I think when my children were young, I, I, was, I was like Lauren, so I did have to get the kids there by myself, and I, it, became a, it became a routine, but they were excited about going, and that makes it a lot easier. I think they, they want to be there. Um, but I did plan ahead, and I did have their clothes ready the night before, and um, it was just a part of what we did. It was just, you, if you didn't, it would have been awful. <laughs> um, and even when it, when it was planned, it didn't always go well. We, we have stories of having to head back for shoes. And um, one time, lost pair of shoes was found in the freezer, probably from, from giving them frozen waffles for breakfast. And, um, and, but one thing that helped when they were young, I think, is that I tried to be ready before I got them up because it, I just didn't like the idea of me trying to get ready and all the craziness going on. Uh, so that was something I think helped. But I, I did grow up, too, with uh, mom and dad going to church, but we were, uh, my parents always had a conflict about going to church on Sunday mornings to the point of my dad leaving my mom at home uh, and tears often, so there were a lot of tears. And um, so I think there was just, in my mind, we were always gonna get to the car, at least be you know in the car by 9.25, just give us a cushion for all the things that could go wrong. And I didn't want to experience what had gone on when I was growing up. That's good, that's a good call. All right, so lastly, can you share a few ways that faithfully attending Sunday morning service has blessed you and strengthened your faith? Um, I think decades of having wonderful friends here that I have been able to serve alongside in um, ministry, you know, just serving on the ministry teams and sharing life together, doing all those one and others together, that's just been such a great benefit to me. Um, but two, just the consistency of the church and the relationships and just God's word being preached. And then the... Um, there was one of the quotes from that's in on page I've got it right here, page 38, <laughs> from the uh, book that we did, the little article, and it's called "The Pulpit's Picture of God's," uh, what is it? "The Pulpit's Picture of God's Something." Okay. But anyway, it's it says we sit. It's on page 38, and it says we sit in the seat of weakness and desperation. What we need is not some boost from a trusted fellow to get us over the hill, but the rescue of the Savior for the utterly helpless. And so I was always just struck by how much I needed the Lord. And so getting to church, everything was all about, I've got to hear this message this week. I've got to be able to hear this. And um, I, it was the time when you thought you were going to really, I was going to be able to benefit in my soul from hearing the word of God preached. And then um, just how just how desperate you are when I think especially when your kids are younger, you don't have that many opportunities. And we didn't have the sermons online back then. So if you served in children's ministry, you did get a cassette tape that you could take home with you. But that it, so it was just different, I think. And yet over the years, just by God's grace, you the practice of being before God and hearing His word. I think he even said in the article, just being under the preaching of God's word. I thought that was good. Um, when I was thinking about this question, so after the Lord saved me when I was a little girl, um, 
I didn't have, I didn't grow up where somebody was taking me to church every Sunday morning. I went with whoever took me. My grandmother would call and say, you want to go to church with me? Or my aunt and uncle, if my mom was off work, she would take me. So I would literally go when I was a little girl with whoever took me until I was 16. And I would drive myself with whoever asked me, friend-wise, or show up to church by myself until I came to college. And I was looking for a church, and a girl in class invited me to Cornerstone. So for 18 years, I've consistently been in one place. And I was thinking about the faithfulness of the Lord, how he's, these 18 years, changed me through the preaching of his word. And he's grown me, um, my affection for him, my knowledge of the word, understanding who he is, encountering him, the relationships I've made. He's really changed my life. And so I would say um, what he did in my heart as a little girl, like, I need the house of God. I need the people of God. He's given to me you know, all these years and all these, I mean, I've been in all kinds of different settings, um, but just the importance of a Sunday morning and being with God's people and hearing his word and through scripture reading. Um, some Sundays, I don't know if you sense it, but you're hearing the word through the scripture and the song and then the preached word and your soul is just built up like the Lord is real. You're looking around at other believers and you're like, we're going to make it. We're going to a kingdom that, you know, with our God. And so I feel like he's just been faithful to do that over these last 18 years with being in this one spot. Mm, I love that. Um, I felt similar thinking about being here for so long consistently. And one of the things that stands out to me is just how we are given or taught to have such a high view of scripture. How every time we open the Bible, someone says, whichever pastor, this is God's holy word. Just how they consistently teach us this is special. This is not just any book. And um, this stood out to me recently because I was around someone who said something flippant about the Bible, like, well, it's not like it's real or it's not like it matters for everything. And I, I was kind of shocked, like, oh. but I think the reason I believe that way or the reason is just because week after week, that's what we hear. And I'm so grateful for that, that that would be just deeply ingrained in my heart. Um, so that was the first thing I thought of. Um, I think coming on Sunday and resetting Christ in the center of my life, even when I read the Bible at home or have devotions on my own, I can still be self-centered. And when you're here, it kind of changes that, and you focus on the Lord, and you remember, oh, this is, this is not just about me, my life. And seeing people consistently, seeing kids grow up and be different and just knowing them along the way, just being in one place. It's been really special. Um, seeing my friends that I know that are struggling, but there they are, and seeing all these moms with their little babies and realizing they probably didn't sleep all night, and here they are. It's just encouraging to see people overcome whatever they're walking through and whatever's going on in life, and just being here together just to worship the Lord. And it builds my faith just to see other people come and be here together. Um, and then I think one other thing is just learning so much about God's sovereignty and just resting in God's over, just care over my entire life mm -hmm. and how it really doesn't depend on me. It's not all about me, that mm -hmm. the Lord holds my life. And those are just some of the things. Sunday morning. That's great. Thanks, ladies. Can you thank them?